Hello and welcome to Mike's first edition of the Commute Podcast, hosted by Chris Single, except today when it's hosted by Mike Zeke. I am uh, just pulling out of the garage here, don't have much of a setup, no, uh, I don't know, I want to call it a holster, what's the thing that you stick to the, uh, the windshield and, uh, you know, holds your phone so you can like see it if you're an Uber driver? Uh, I don't have one of those, so the audio quality may be shit, not doing any tests, not doing any uh, real, uh, you know, legwork here, uh, just uh, just doing, don't think, just do. Uh, don't have much in mind this morning, gonna be honest with you. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna go to, uh, go to the phones, take some calls, see what's, uh, see what's going on on that front, and uh, we're just trying to to get the hell out of the garage. All right, so we're out and uh, we are on the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there are no ladies listening to this podcast because it's just me and Chris being goofs over the internet. But like, I want to be clear about this. The internet is written in ink, so once this goes up, you may have the chance to come back to this, you know, as a diehard fan of the world's most successful podcast five years from now. And, uh, and listen to this gem, this absolute beaut of a ramble. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, Stick's interested in, uh, for, for the uninitiated, Chris Single is uh, occasionally known as, uh, as Stick. And uh, yeah, Stick's interested in this, this whole media, Bitcoin, internet, you know, being up on current affairs stuff. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what I have to uh, to add to that conversation. Uh, you know, he's talking about this Facebook uh, F8 situation. I don't know. Do they call it fate? I don't. I don't know how life works. Uh, and all that good stuff. And the truth is, I haven't uh, haven't done a lot of reading in that sector. I'll tell you, my uh, among my interests in uh, in the world of the internet right now is uh, the world of online dating because I'm single and you know I got all the fucking apps. So, uh, can I swear on the podcast, Chris? You're gonna have to, uh, to tell me the rules. Um, we'll, we'll fix that in post. Uh, online dating is kind of an interesting thing to me right now because, <clears throat> you know, you got this, uh, this suite of apps uh, that, uh, you know, that uh, all are trying to get at the same thing, uh, but they do it through different, uh, different modes. And I find that really interesting just in the sense of, uh, you know, like anything else, the, uh, the process is going to yield different results based on, uh, you know, what the, what the hell the process itself is. So I guess what I'm talking about is, you know, they all have these different gimmicks. They've got, uh, you got Hinge, which is uh, friends of friends, and I think friends of friends of friends. Uh, so it, uh, you know, provides a little more connection right off the bat, or at least a uh, that, that feeling of comfort that uh, this isn't a complete stranger. You got Tinder, of course, the, uh, the beginning of, uh, of the swipe revolution. Uh, and that one is, uh, is really just kind of, you know, it's just, it's just a free-for-all in a lot of ways. Uh, and uh, now you got Bumble. Bumble is the one where uh, the girl has to initiate the conversation, which, uh, again, from a, from a comfort perspective, I think is, uh, is an important thing, even if, uh, even if you see it as, uh, 
you know, just a gimmick. It's like um, it provides a place where women can feel. Uh, I, I would imagine. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't. I don't. Uh, I hesitate to speak for them. But you, you would imagine that it provides a, a system by which they can, uh, you know, feel comfortable uh, in the sense of uh, they're not going to get bombarded with uh, sleazy messages the second they swipe right. You know. So. So anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is you've got these uh, these variations on a theme. And, uh, and I think they, they have some interesting uh, effects on results. I've seen, uh, if I can be crass about it, uh, uh, you know, maybe uh, the best, uh, best looking girls on, uh, on, on Bumble. But, uh, but by the same token, the, the girls that I find that I connect with the most are the, are the ones on Hinge. So, so maybe there is something to this idea that, uh, you know, if you uh, if you put people who know people in the same space, uh, you know, they, they, there is a better chance of connection. I don't know. I just I find it interesting that uh, we're all sorting this out in real time, and uh, and you know, it's it's absolutely a paradigm shift. I think the other the other thing that interests me from a process perspective in terms of these uh, these apps is you get uh, you you really change the game. This is. Uh, we, you know, in the pre-swipe era, uh, you were dealing with uh, you know, sites like Match.com or OkCupid, where um, you know you had to, you had to. It wasn't there was no matching. You just had to uh, to see somebody you liked, and in a very uh, old-school uh, human-to-human interaction kind of way, uh, you had to put yourself out there. You had to. to you know, in effect, digitally walk up to the pretty girl and, uh, you know, mumble some nonsense and uh, then, you know, segue into, uh, you know, hey, would you like to go out sometime? And um, and what's interesting about the swipe revolution is, uh, you know, that's a fait accompli now. It's like as soon as you, you can't talk to the pretty girl if she doesn't match with you. Uh, so, so it takes that uh, element of, uh, you know... Uh, do-it-yourself or, uh, or bootstrap uh, relationshiping uh, out of the equation, but what it adds is this uh, this sense of assurance, uh, you know, not not unlike a note passed in, uh, in, in class in seventh grade. It's like, uh, do you like me with the checkboxes, yes, no, and maybe. So you get, uh, you get into a situation where, uh, you know, now an entire class of, of grown single adults is... Um, you know, is essentially passing notes like seventh graders, and and I say that without judgment. I, I, I you know, I've certainly been the beneficiary of uh, being able to go on uh, some dates that uh, that maybe I wouldn't have, uh, you know, uh, gone after if uh, if you hadn't uh, had that uh, that knowledge in your back pocket that you've already kind of mutually agreed on uh, the idea that you at least find one another attractive. So. You know, there's there's a lot of pluses to that, but I also I do wonder. You know, I don't want to be the guy that uh, that worries about the the state of society based on uh, some silly online dating apps. But I do bring it up more as a uh, as a pretty broad based sociological change in the way we uh, we interact with one another uh, in in that department. Um, and frankly, you know, just like anything else with the internet, it's it's one that we haven't studied or or lived with for a while and. And sort of stumbled into out of convenience, and you know we don't we don't I don't think have a sense of the way that's going to affect real 
boots on the ground human relationships uh, in the future. So interested to uh, to see how that goes. I um, I think it's a fascinating world, and I'm uh, I'm particularly interested in the way you know everybody that has uh, a new and and catchy and hooky variation on uh, on the theme. Uh, gets out there and and they become the dominant app for a while and uh you know what to what extent is that uh sustainable you look at something like tinder and in the early days of tinder you know it uh it feels like they uh they sort of made a name for themselves as like the quasi scandalous uh hookup app and then there was this sweet spot in the lifespan of tinder where it felt like there were a lot of uh, kind of real people looking for real things on on Tinder, uh, and we're able to find it. And then as as it evolves, as it moves into uh, you know the next phase of its lifespan, by virtue of its popularity, um, I think it has attracted uh, people of all stripes. And what's interesting about that is the way in which it dilutes the core mission. You know, uh, whether you're just sort of the scandalous hookup app or, you know, the, the central number one place for uh, people to, you know, find real connection, uh, at those, at both of those points in your lifespan, you are, as Tinder, you are um, at least focused. And, uh, and then once Tinder becomes sort of synonymous with online dating, uh, you get people who are looking with, uh, looking for, for all kinds of things. You know, there's uh, the rise of people looking for honest to God friends in, uh, in these swipe apps now. Uh, and Tinder is one of those in part because it doesn't have the, uh, the romantic overtones that, uh, that it might used to have, uh, to have. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's all very interesting. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know how, uh, I'll be interested to see if if something sort of emerges as the the match.com of its day, that is the sort of market leader that still can uh, maintain a focus, or if, uh, you know, part of the appeal of these things to the users is that it's relatively new so that there isn't, uh, you know, we're all all in weird terminology land, but so there isn't a lot of uh, riffraff or, or, you know, people that... Uh, are looking for whatever it is that you're anything other than what you're looking for because uh, as as you can imagine that would uh, inhibit uh, meaningful connection if uh, if you had to you know sift through a bunch of people who weren't looking for what you're looking for so I don't know it's uh it's all a very interesting ecosystem uh, and uh, and we're you know we're all just guinea pigs figuring it out uh, as we go along here so that's my uh, that's my tech uh, tech focused uh, thing of today. I don't know. I don't have a lot of those in my back pocket. I better read up if I'm gonna if I'm gonna keep up with you, stick. But uh, we're just kind of coming over the hill on uh, on Barham now, headed uh, headed for work. Uh, you know, maybe maybe four or five minutes uh, left here. So uh, you know, callers, uh, the phones have been pretty quiet, but uh, this is your last chance if you uh, if you want to get in on. Uh, you know, some real uh, dynamic uh, podcasting uh, live opportunities. Uh, that's not how podcasting works. I am, uh, I am interested by the podcast as a, uh, as a phenomenon. I, um, this is my first, uh, my first foray into uh, posting my bullshit on the, uh, the internet. 
um, at least in uh, in audio form. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued by the form. I uh, I've got a, a sweet setup at home, you guys. Uh, shout out to Blue Yeti, uh, the best mic in the biz. I uh, recorded a very bad uh, uh, song the other day, and uh, and I hadn't uh, hadn't really taken the Yeti for a spin. And I'm telling you, I'm not uh, I'm I'm not good at music, but the Yeti damn near. Uh, uh, makes me sound like I'm good at music. So, um, so anyway, this, that is all to say we, uh, we might have, you know, a, uh, a better sounding, uh, version of this at some point. I don't know how you get the Yeti in the car for the commute, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. The, uh, the interesting, uh, component of podcast to me is, uh, sort of the simplicity of, uh, of what makes it tick. I, have listened to a fair number of podcasts in my time. The, the Radio Labs are good. The, uh, the This American Life's. I'm a big. Uh, probably my number one podcast is uh, is the Men in Blazers podcast, and uh, and then I've listened to a fair amount of Corolla in my time. And what uh, what strikes me about all of them uh, that I find successful is uh, not unlike a you know a, a somewhat cheesy sitcom. Uh, you. Uh, you don't you don't come back for the content. You're not there for uh, for uh, you know whatever wild insight uh, these these folks have. You're you're that may be what draws you to the podcast, but by and large, uh, there is uh, just a comfort in uh, and an intimacy in in hearing uh, you know the voices of familiar people again and again. Uh, and I find that. Uh, Sort of almost uh, reaffirms your faith in humanity. There's this this sense that uh, you know, in some level, what we're looking for out of a podcast is uh, is uh, you know human connection uh, when when there's not human connection around, whether you're at work or uh, or on your commute or uh, whatever it may be. Uh, that there's just uh, something relatively magical about uh, letting. Uh, being being let in on a conversation uh, by uh, some folks who are happy to have you. So I don't know. I, uh, I I see that as somewhat inspiring in terms of the form. It also, of course, makes it uh, uh, pretty pretty uh, wildly complicated in terms of uh, figuring out. I, the phrase uh, "easy to learn, difficult to master" comes to mind. Just in terms of you know, obviously there are podcasts that are more successful than others. And if, if it is that simple, if it is just sort of forging human connection where there was none before, uh, then that obviously begs the question of, uh, of what, you know, makes the, uh, the real standouts, uh, stand out. Uh, is it just as simple as, uh, you know, the most, the most charismatic man wins, uh, sorry, that's sexist. The most charismatic person wins. Uh, or is there, um, you know, are there elements of branding and, uh, and, uh, sorry, we're, we're struggling here at the gate. Uh, can't get in the gate. It's terrible. The RF chip. Oh, there we go. Gate rose up. We're good here, team. So yeah, is it, uh, what, what factors add to the success of these things? And, uh, and what differentiates them, and and what uh, makes makes you kind of keep coming back. I, I wonder now that I've said it, if 
if the insight is not the uh, the key to the success. That is, if uh, if all we really want is connection, but what builds a broad base of connection is uh, you know something that uh, that people find genuinely interesting. Uh, so you know, all questions to be pondered uh, as we uh, as we proceed. Uh, we're just kind of rolling up into the parking lot here, team. So. Um, you know, uh, the phone lines will continue to be active. Uh, feel free to, uh, call in and, uh, you won't, you won't make this edition of the podcast, but, uh, you know, maybe we can get you to call in at, at a real time next week. I don't, I, Chris, we're doing this every day. You seem like you're doing two a day. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's for me and Chris to sort out later. Uh, we'll throw that on the list of things that may or may not make a podcast successful is the, uh, the frequency with which they're recorded. Um, all right, team, we're here at the parking lot. Uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, you know, good night and good luck and all that. I need a sign off. I'll, uh, I'll work on that, but, uh, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.